Welcome to the Principles of Success, interviewing the experts. And today I have a guest with me, and it is Stuart Watt and his company, Pathway 4X. Uh, and his website is pathway4x.energy, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, and he's what he's up to is really cool. He's trying to maximize kind of the value you get out of um, off-grid energy becoming self-reliant on your energy aspect. Um, so Stuart, if you could kind of tell people what you're up to and what your goals are with your business. Yeah, thank you, Nathan. So our purpose really is to radically disrupt the energy markets um, and allow affordable decentralized energy for everyone. And our approach to doing that is through prefabricating um, essential energy infrastructure that people purchase anyway, um, furnace, hot water heater, backup generator, solar and battery equipment. Um, we prefabricate that into one product and ship it to the customer direct. And this minimizes on-site installation time. It also uh, reduces the total cost of implementation for the end user. And then um, what made you kind of want to uh, do this kind of company? So I worked in the solar business in Ontario since 2009. I still have a few solar projects uh, that I main, that I manage, um, but I noticed that uh, I noticed some barriers to renewable energy, um, and so a few of the barriers to entry really are building everything on site. Like if you could imagine, when you bought a car, they shipped you fifty different boxes, and you had to assemble it or have a professional come and assemble it. Um, that's kind of the approach that we take to energy right now. Um, another issue, another thing that made me want to get into a product uh, related business is that the government um, and many governments are very fickle and they change their policies quite often. So in here in Ontario, it was very much a roller coaster ride of, um, go, 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 and then full breaks for six months, and then go, 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 and then shut the program down for a year. And um, this makes it very difficult to run a business when you can't rely on, you know, having customers because the business, the name of the game really is, um, you know, prop up these businesses with government money, government grants, and so on. So I was looking for a product that could stand like a renewable energy product that could stand on its own legs that doesn't require government incentive money to make it financially feasible and that's how i ended up in this business okay um and then you're so you are combining a bunch of things that people are purchasing anyway and you talked to me about how the main cost is the really the insulation and the sales cost of each individual company doing that. Can you kind of talk about that some more? Yeah. So 
When it comes to renewable technology, uh, return on investment is the most important aspect um, because typically a homeowner will be making an investment in their own personal home and they have to add equipment into the existing energy system that they have. So they already have a grid connection. They already have a furnace, a hot water heater. They might have air conditioning and so on. So they've already made all these purchases and their taxes have already paid for all of this infrastructure. And in addition to that, they're expected to buy all this renewable technology. And so this is really like a um, backwards way of doing it. Instead of planning it out in advance, you're taking an existing old technology system and trying to crop in renewables to prop it up. So um, there's many places where our product um, is immediately financially feasible. Um, and over time, it will be financially feasible to a much larger market. So in remote and rural locations, uh, people pay a very high cost just to connect to the grid. And then once they're connected to the grid, their energy prices are going up year over year, uh, much faster than inflation. So they might pay as much as $30,000 or $50,000 if their house is far from the road or if they have to do improvements to the grid in order to get the energy. And in locations where there is no grid or the grid is really bad quality, um, this will give them uh, efficient and economical power uh, for some people many years in advance of getting the grid or it will just help them to have a much higher quality of energy um, like immediately. So the technologies that we're incorporating are combined heat and power so this is a generator that produces electricity and we harvest the heat off of the engine and use it for heating your home, heating hot water. You can also use it to heat a pool, hot tub, or melt snow on your driveway. You can use that heat however you wish, right? Um, and we're also incorporating solar thermal into the solar electric system. So in one panel, you have both thermal energy and solar PV energy. Now, both of these technologies, these they're like a hybrid technology because you're getting heat and electricity from both of them. They're not very economical if you just purchase them alone. And the reason for that is because of the supply chain. Someone has to sell it to you. So there's a high sales cost. There's a quotation involved, uh, wholesaling, distribution, and everything to get the product to you. Mm -hmm. um, and when it costs too much money, then you don't do it. So it's a great technology in the fact that it's efficient and it works really well. Uh, you convert your fuel more, you convert much more of your fuel into actual usable energy as opposed to putting 80% of it just in the atmosphere as heat. And also we connect, we uh, collect more of the solar energy that you get on the panels and we can use that as heat. So it is a good efficient technology but when you purchase it by itself, uh, the extra cost involved of getting people to come out there and install it and everything makes it so that it's not a very good solution for a typical person. Unless you have like a very high use for that heat, then it's not worth it. So our approach is kind of like the like a cellular smartphone, where with a smartphone, you're getting multiple devices in one product. So 
people no longer carry around digital cameras or GPS devices. Um, that's all within our phone. You don't really see somebody with a pager that's built into your phone through text messages. And we have many more things that are built into one device. And um, so we're taking that same approach for energy. In cold climates, our product is, ma is mainly designed for cold climates, unless you have a use for the heat, like if you're in a warm climate and you want to heat your pool, your pool all year round or a hot tub, that, this product would be great for you there as well. But, um, you know, billions of people live in cold climates where it's cold in the winter and it's also quite cold in the spring and the fall. And uh, so people have, a, they can utilize that heat. And in those climates, it's very predictable what their energy usage will be as far as their electricity, uh, their heating and their hot water. There will be some range on the heating side and that's why we, um, we have a, a little bit of flexibility in the sizing of the components that are going into the products. Um, but effectively, we're designing one product to fit a typical home, whether it's a thousand square feet or up to 2,500 square feet. Um, and then the other mission of the business is to deliver all of the key infrastructure in one purchase for complete renewable living. So not only do we give you a product that's very efficient, but then you can also add in additional solar panels, like just the panels. You, you can wire them back into the system. If you have an existing solar panel system, you can retrofit that in as well. And then your generator and your backup heater is just gonna come on a few times a year and certain periods of time where there's not enough sunlight. Now you can also integrate wind technology into it and some people might have like a, a water system effectively what we're doing is we're prefabricating all of this equipment and delivering it to you so that you don't have to have four or five different contractors come out and install your furnace hot water heater an electrician for your your generator and a solar guy for your solar panels and batteries and then you go off grid and you know there's all these different contractors this is designed to be installed in just one day. So the product will connect. Um, we just park the product outside your home, either on a concrete pad or ground screws. And we just have to hook up one electrical cable to the home, to your electrical panel, uh, four water pipes. So two of them are for heating and two of them are for hot water. And then we just hook up your backup fuel, which could be propane, natural gas. And in the future we'll have gasoline, diesel and biodiesel as well. A lot of people get turned off when they hear, oh, this is fossil fuel. We need to completely go 100% green. We can't make any shortcuts. You know, we have to go directly there. And this is a little bit foolish thinking because in cold areas, we don't get very much sunlight in the winter. Um, so the months of January and February represents about 10% of your total sunlight for the whole year for those two months. So it's, you know, it's one sixth of the year, but it's only, you're only getting uh, one tenth of it's even, or even less than that. I think it might be closer to 5%. Um, so you're getting a very small amount of sunlight, unreliable sunlight as well. Um, so if you were to go entirely uh, from solar, um, in these cold climates, you would need to have about four or five times as many solar panels as is really practical, you know, and a lot of people don't even have space for that kind of equipment. You might be able to get about 
uh, 10 kilowatts of panels. So maybe about 30 panels on your roof, um, like a typical home, you're not going to get like 50 kilowatts. Like you're not going to be putting up like 150 panels on your roof. Like people just don't have the square footage. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's kind of the difference is that we want to create our energy first from renewable technology, um, where it's free, we get it from the sun and it's reliable. The sun is shining all the time. Right. And then when we don't have enough energy, uh, we want to use, um, a clean fuel. So propane and natural gas are very clean fuels. They do produce carbon dioxide but they only produce carbon dioxide and water. There's not any other uh, noxious gases or anything like that that are poisonous. And we want to use that fuel in a very responsible way. It's actually more efficient than how we use it in the grid because currently in the grid, even when you burn natural gas or propane and so on, uh, the efficiency is not that great because they convert it to electricity and then they transport it to your house. And there's, so there's all these line losses and things along the way. And by the time it gets to you, you're getting maybe 50 or 60% of the total fuel usage. Whereas when we burn it on, when we um, generate the energy on site, we have no line losses. We don't have to transport it or anything. We don't have to build out all this big infrastructure of transmission lines, distribution lines, transformer stations, bureaucracy, trucks on the road 24 hours a day. Uh, helicopters in the air to maintain all of these transmission lines and um, for developing nations they really a lot of them don't really have the engineering to even build out these grids uh, so they have to bring in foreign companies to come in and, and do the, um, the technical work so I see this as a way of like leapfrogging from you know we all have landlines here in North America they were built into our infrastructure and, um, but for places that never built landlines, they went straight to cell phones. Mm -hmm. um, so this product that we're developing is perfect for rural and remote locations where cost of energy is really high and it's not, it's not always dependable mm -hmm. and um, cost of connection is very high. But it's also very good for developing nations where the grid is, you know, years and years away. Or even just re really unreliable. Exactly. A lot of people in these uh, in these countries they have to they shut the power off for various like it's kind of scheduled. So like for two hours during this time, you won't receive any power. Your neighbors will, and so yeah. on. Um, yeah. So it's a big it's a big problem. Even if you have money, if you're very wealthy there. Um, you know, you still can't run your air conditioner or you can't run various uh, electronics because you'll shut down the whole street. And so a lot of people, what they do, they have lots of money, but the grid is terrible. So they just use like a diesel generator or a gasoline generator. And that is just a huge waste. I mean, it's just a waste of energy. Like you think that all of the got almost all of the gasoline that we burn uh, in these generators, 80% of it is a complete waste. It just goes to heat. It goes into the atmosphere. You know, if we could just improve that alone, mm -hmm. right, that would be such a major uh, improvement. It would make the climate activists very happy. Um, and, and of course, like if you're getting the energy out of that fuel, 
that means that it's more cost effective. It costs you less money. You can give it to more people, right? Yep. And speaking of cost effectiveness, using it as a backup instead of as the primary, you are using way less fuel overall. You're just using it as the stopgap for when the sun isn't shining. So you use less fuel. Exactly. If you're going to live off the grid and you want to really like this product is designed for people who want to live a typical like, uh, you know, American dream life where you have a home, um, you have all your amenities, you know, you've got lots of power, lots of heat, right? Everything works inside. Um, this is not designed really for like the do-it-yourselfer who is out in the bush you know, I know a lot of your your customers are building like, or your your followers and, and the people um, on your TikTok yeah. are looking to like build their own property and stuff. But even those people, they might not want to do everything in the process. Maybe they, they, they don't know how to do concrete. So they get somebody to come in and do the foundation for them, or they're not very good at framing. And this is another example of that. A lot of people like, uh, they don't want to play with electricity. Scary. Yeah, right? electricity, electricity heating, gas, all of this stuff. You know, some people can do it and they're totally comfortable for it. But then if you ever go to sell the property, then an inspector comes out and they're like, yeah, the electrical work here is terrible. You know, like mm -hmm. the, you need like $30,000 to get it up to code. And that's really, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to go build your own place, but also you kind of want to think of your future and the resale value and everything. And if you want to build like a, a decent sized home and you like, it, when I say that, I mean, well, what is decent, really? I mean, I'm just yeah. saying, if you want to build the home that you wish to have, maybe you want to use it, use a mortgage or something to help cover the cost. Um, then you have to get all the traditional people involved, and they want to see the certifications, they want to see inspections, and 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 they want to see all of that, you know, qualifications involved. Otherwise, they're not going to insure it, they're not going to finance it, and nobody's going to buy it afterwards. So, yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so let's shift gears a little bit because we're running out of time. Um, how did you get started in entrepreneurship? And wanting to um, I kind of got started with a sort of arrogant attitude of like, if anybody can do it, I can do it. And I quickly got humbled and realized there's a lot more to it than just, you know, believing in yourself and working hard. Um, and so what, where, I, where I began to be successful was um, I got into sales and I learned that there's a whole process, there's a whole uh, regime of like, this is how you do it and this is how you want to behave and so on and so forth. And so this got me onto this idea of proven methods, like taking a proven method and then you can take that proven method, you can apply it to different businesses. So if you have a restaurant that works, whether it's a burger joint or a pita shop, you can take that, apply it to another business mm -hmm. and you'll have a good restaurant. Uh, the key principles. So um, 
you know, some of the key principles are sales and marketing and stuff. Um, but the main key principle that really got me to start having success in my life and start making sales and start, you know, and get into the solar business was when I really changed the framework in my mind. Um, I, I had this, you know, um, poor man's idea that a salesperson really just has to like convince somebody to buy something, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you just have to kind of trick somebody that's a good idea. You know, it's, it's, a lot of people think that, right? Yeah. And um, the change in my mind was that I just decided in my mind that I would make the commitment to give people the best in products and services. I would do my very best. You know, if a customer called me, I would answer their call. If they had a problem, I'd go out and fix it. I'd make sure that it got fixed. Um, so once I decided to treat my customers really, really well, uh, it made the sales process really easy because I could just be like, you know, this is our product. It's totally awesome. I got excited about it, everything, because uh -huh. I knew that I would be there behind it to support it. Right? Yeah. So those little changes of philosophy, like, I believe those are more impactful than if you have like a list of 30 things on how to like do something. Um, you know, because when you have that change of frame in your mind, it, it, you know, you approach life differently, you approach customers differently and so on. So. Yeah. So actually I really like the fact that you use the word principles. There's a reason why I called my podcast, the principles of success. Every time I talk to somebody that's successful, they're always like, well, there's these principles. If you change your mindset just a little bit and focus on these key things, then you're going to be successful. And so I, that was just another example that every time they're always like, focus on these key things and you'll be successful. Yeah. And one of the key things is continually learning. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just book learning. It's also like intuitive learning like learning how people are different from you, how people think differently. There's different personality types out there and not everybody's going to approach a problem the same way that you are. But when you have a great company, you have a great organization, you're built up with various different personality types, people of different intelligence levels, people of different knowledge bases. And you're able to do great and amazing things when you bring that intelligence all together in a well-orchestrated way. Um, because... You know, if you want to build a beautiful product that works really well and, and is cost effective and everything, you need like these different talents. You need, um, you know, you need a designer, you need an, art, an artist, you need, a, you need a great accountant and bookkeeper and people that run all the finances to make sure everything lines up, you know. Uh -huh. um, you need people that are extroverted and they can have energy and they can go out there and they can sell it and they can grab the, grab the imagination of people. Um, so you really need to be able to bring people together um, and have this shared vision towards something like that is the key of a great business is they, they build this vision of what is it we're doing? What are we trying to accomplish together? What, what is the overall mission? And um, when you embrace that mission, when people start to embrace that mission and the only path for a leader is to actually lead, like mm -hmm. there's no hacks involved. There's no shortcuts. You really have to embrace the fact that um, people will look to you as a sign of like what they should do, right? How they should treat the business. Yeah. If this is important to you, it'll be important to them. 
or it may be important to them, right? Yeah. Um, if it's not important to you, it definitely won't be important to them. No. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. you know, like, if this is just a side hustle, if you're just trying to make a little bit extra cash, then they're going to treat it like it's not even, they won't yeah. care, right? Yeah. Um, but when you're a man on a mission or a woman on a mission and you are devoted and, 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 and you approach every day, like it's the only day that you have to really make a difference, um, you wake up with that mindset and, um, you know, when you go to sleep at night, you're looking forward to the next day because you just can't wait to get back at her. Uh, you know, you can do great things, right? Yeah. Okay. So for people who are just getting started in entrepreneurship and wanting to start their own business, what would be just a little bit of advice that you have for them? I would say life is too short for the trial and error method. Okay. So you are going to spin your wheels so much. Uh, just, just trying different things and try this a little bit, try that a little bit. Information is almost entirely free now. I mean, if you want to buy any book, you can get it for five or $10. Um, you can get it from the library, you know, mm -hmm. and the, all these people before us, these great people on this planet, you know, like the true, the people who have really pushed uh, to the extremes of what it means to be a human, of what, what it means to really go out there and uh, create something that helps the world in some way. Many of them have written their words down on pages and we can read them. Mm -hmm. And a foolish thing that, that I did early in life was I read things so that I could appear smart. You know, so you try to learn something so you can quote it later on, right? Yeah. Like you want to learn, you know, this thing. And then later on, you bring up this quote and everybody's like, oh my gosh, he's so smart. <laughs> like, this is a terrible way to learn. But this is how we learn in schools because we learn in school so that we can qualify. So we, we can become worthy to have a job, you yeah. know, um, that is a terrible way to learn and do not learn that way. The best way to learn is you do not stop until you actually understand the message. Like what is the message behind this chapter, this paragraph, this whole book? Mm -hmm. You know, what's the essence? Like if I could sum up this whole book in one sentence, what is the message? What are they trying to tell me? Yeah. Okay. And so if you take learning to that kind of understanding, um, I think you can do great things. And Something I've learned recently that I've really been, uh, because I haven't had an understanding of, of this other type of learning is that, you know, there's, there's, there's two ways, there's a couple ways to build a house the right way, right? You know, you can get a book on how to build a house and you can research it and you can go through it all, you know, yeah. and then you can learn everything and then you can go out and do it, right? Uh, another way is you find somebody who's built a thousand houses and... Mm -hmm. You make them your mentor, you know, you, you just go out and you try to find somebody who's got the experience. Maybe you work for free for them. There's something that they can teach you, you yeah. know, and, um, and they teach you all these little secrets and you build a relationship with them and you get that mentor, um, behind you. This is another way to learn. Right. And that, that is a great way to learn. If you can find yeah. that person that will give you the time. Yep. Yeah. So.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and that it just time is the name of the game when you are able to shorten the amount of time like you said of spinning your wheels you'll be able to get to where you want to go faster and the thing about that is that it's it makes your journey like more enjoyable you know we all like success right when you're constantly like uh you know if every day you went and worked out and you never saw any results like man that would yeah. be terrible, right? Uh, when you go and you start to you start to see results and stuff, you get you get encouraged. You start to you know like when you're in business, it's that money that starts to appear in your bank account, and you're like, wow, we just made fifty thousand dollars this month or something, or you know, we just got this big contract, right? Yeah. And so that gives you fuel to be like, okay, what else can we do? And for a lot of people, it's not really about like greed, and they're like, and for me, it's not about like you know how big can I make my bank account. Right. It's more about like, how far can I take this? I mean, am I capable of growing this to an international brand? Am I capable of growing this to $10 million a year? I don't know. Let's see what we can do. Let's have some fun with this. Right. Yep. Yeah. And just being able to, there's there's the small goal of, I want to be able to provide for my family. But then once you meet that, you're like, well, I'm still young. I still am capable. I still have goals. Let's start helping more. And it's a, you know, it really, uh, as humans, we have this curiosity, like we just want to find things out, right? Yeah. And if you take that curiosity into yourself, and you really want to find out, like, you know, you really don't know how good you are until you really test yourself until you get out there and you start trying and you start failing. Yeah. Right? And, and any entrepreneur or anybody who's done anything successful, they're going to tell you that the pathway to success is filled with so many failures. Yep. Right. But it doesn't phase them. Because they weren't out to be a success in the beginning. They were out to learn and fall in love with the process of growing. Because when you're growing, it hurts. Like it, it, it just hurts to grow. You know, mm-hmm. I grew really quickly when I was, I'm, I'm tall, I'm 6'5", but I grew really quickly, um, you know, when I was uh, a teenager, when I hit my growth spurt. Yep. And I have like these, uh, these scars on my back from growing, stretch marks. Yep. It's just like, you know, and, and I grew so fast that I was like skinny, like I grew tall and I was skinny. And so you get a lot of pains when you grow um, in life and in business and, and when your mind grows and, and, and learns different things, uh, you have to learn to kind of love that because it, it's really a sign that you're, um, you're getting better. And, and a real a good way to look at life, at least uh, like this is the way I, I approach life is, um, you know, we can go and we can play a video game, right? You can jump into Call of Duty or you can go play a game. I used to be a big gamer. And, um, you know, some games are not that fun. Like you go in and you die right away because yeah. you're not very good, you know, yeah. or you go in and you just fail. Game over, right? 
So then we go to games that we're good at or we, we, we switch gears. But the game of life, you can actually change the whole nature of the game. You can change mm-hmm. everything about it because you have the ability to change yourself, both mentally and physically. Uh, you can alter the strength and the ability of your body. You can alter the health of your mind. Um, you, can, you can alter this and you can make a choice to start making small improvements in your life so that your game actually becomes a lot better, right? Because as it's not just about getting money, it's about actually altering your character to serve you and make your life more pleasing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very important. And I think that's where we will have to leave it because we are out of time. Um, If they, if somebody was interested in having a self-reliant, system through you how would they go about contacting you and getting in touch so they can visit the website like you said pathway4x.energy they can contact me through the website and our business model is to build uh build toward build from pre-orders so if they like what we're doing and they see that this will be a good fit for their home they can put a small deposit down and uh you know, that goes towards our pre-orders and we will, you know, when we get enough pre-orders, then we'll be able to get all the financial backing we need to build manufacturing and to deliver this to the end user. Okay. Sounds good. And you have a lot more information on your TikTok. Um, I do. Yeah. Would you like to plug that in? So the TikTok is the same. It's pathway4x.energy. You can just search for that. And that's that's my username on TikTok. So, All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you, Stuart. This was a very enjoyable conversation. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Nathan. I, I did most of the talking, but I look forward to hearing more about you too. Well, that was the point of this episode. So great talking. <laughs> okay.